Hello and welcome, I'm Joe. And I'm Roddy. And you've joined us for Stage Door. We have a fantastic hour for you talking all things theatre, film and arts, including Lifting the Curtain, giving you the inside info of all that's going on nationally, locally and digitally. And we're snooping around backstage to bring you the news and the gossip. Then, of course, we'll highlight our pick of the week. You can join us and take part in Name That Show. That's right. Can you guess the musical from the snippets of music? Uh, We also have our quick quiz where Joe asks me five questions and I see if I can struggle through. I think you'll be all right this week. Oh, good. (laughs) And later on the show, don't miss Out of the Vault, where we share the plot from a show that you might not have heard of. Then don't miss our spotlight interview with a special guest, Adam Galbraith, in the big black leather chair. And that's all coming before midday here on Stage Door. Live across the Thames Valley. This is River Radio. Hello, Roddy. Well, firstly, we're back in the studio. A real life... I know. Could you unmute, please, Joe? Oh, no, it's not Zoom. It's not Zoom. Roddy, I'm so thrilled that you're finally back. Oh. I have missed the face-to-face, and I actually have a little surprise for oh, you. Oh, hello. So not welcome just a you tea. back. No. What have I got here? Well, one of them's for oh, me. Oh, right, so I'm but not having the, both the, the cookies. In the Starbucks bag, yeah. there is a special sort of... It's it's like a birthday cookie, and that's all I could find that was a little Good. bit celebratory. I'm glad you've said what it is, because, of course, we are on an audio medium. That's right. So me just cooing at this very pretty cookie with some ice on top, yes. some what looks like multicoloured sprinkles. Sprinkles, yeah. Very, and not, we're not talking hundreds and thousands here. This is no. classy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I needed good. something that was a little bit celebratory because... Very good. You know, it's it's not quite the same when we're not together. No, it's not. And also, yeah. we don't now have to spend eight hours, you know, burning the midnight oil trying to place all the show together, which is very exciting. Woo! I popped it back over there, not because I don't want to eat it. No, of but course not. I'm keeping it away from the desk, Absolutely. You see. No, we can celebrate later. Uh, now, you've got something you're excited about. Oh, listen, I, I just wanted to tell you what I did on um, Monday. Uh, West End Live Lounge was on uh, at the Lyric Theatre in Shaftesbury Avenue. And it was like... Um, they're raising money for charity, but it was some of the top West End people just doing numbers that weren't musical theatre. And it was so nice. And the big thing for me was that I was listening to live music, a live band again yeah. for the first time in a really, really long time. Um, just getting into the groove of the music, listening to incredible vocals. Um, there was a few I really wanted to highlight. Um, Kaylee McKnight, uh, who I, th- I don't know whether we've had her on, but we certainly will, uh, sang a stonking version of All By Myself. Like, it was phenomenal. Oh, great. Um, Good tune. Yeah, no, fantastic. Um, we had, uh, oh, I've got to think, well... Kayla Carter was was there, oh, and yeah. she sang Lately. All the big Stevie names. Wonder. All the Kaylas. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we had, oh, I really enjoyed this one. Christina Modesto did um, Life from Mars. I love Christina. Christina did You're in Town with my flatmate. <gasps> okay. And then she is, I'm pretty sure it's Anne Boleyn on the original cast recording of Six. So yeah. she's got, she's so much fun. Yeah, but Life on Mars, yeah. David oh, Bowie. It was da, 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 just da, 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 da. stunning, absolutely stunning. Um, and, of course, Joel Harper-Jacks, who is hugely revered, uh, also performed. Um, and it was just, it was really funny because he was, like, not even looking at the audience. He sort of came out and was, like, vibing with the band the whole time. But, oh, once again, amazing vocal. And um, Aisha Jawando, who is... Tina Turner in the West End. Great. um, Sang as well. Um, And it was just really, really great. Uh, Can we listen to any of this again? Is this... 
available to rewatch? I don't know, actually. Oh, what? I know. This is the transience of live theatre, I, I know. Guess. Glenn Adamson and Martha Kirby um, from the Bat Hour of Hell musical um, sort of performed a couple of numbers as well from the show, and it's the first time they'd done it because they haven't gone out yet. Because they've never been on yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. Right, really now, look, enjoyable. we're getting carried away with ourselves. We need to uh, step in to name that show. Okay. Right, here's clip one. But somewhere in my wicked, miserable past, there must have been a moment of truth. Now, I have to confess, I have absolutely no idea. Oh, I couldn't tell you, and even though I've I've put them together. I still I listen to all three snippets coming and, uh, through the course of this hour. Don't know. Really? A little bit like when I foxed you with one and you said, oh, I know the era. I can guess yes. the era. Yeah. Um, I could possibly hazard a guess at composer, but that would really be just shooting in the dark. But I just don't know. Okay. So we've got to name that show. Name that show, yeah. If you do know at home, what have you got to do? You've got to email uh, joe at river.radio. Very um, good. Yeah, and just let us know what you think. But it is, it is um, for those who who are listening, they don't probably know the title of the song. Oh, right. They, they would know the musical more than the oh, song. Oh, they're more likely to know the musical. Yeah. I didn't know either. Okay. Uh, I, was, I was expecting da, it to da, be da, something quite da, different, da, and so then when it came in, yeah. It's a very beautiful melody. Yeah, and I suspect if you do know it, you're shouting at me like, who is this cretin? No, it is one of the more obscure songs, but it's beautiful. Oh, okay. Well, let's listen to it again. Don't you worry. But somewhere in my So, Joe at River.Radio, if you know what that Please. is, help me out. Tell us what it is. Now, in a few moments, we're going to lift the curtain. But before that... Yes, Roddy. So, I know a lot of people um, actually are really curious about this little segment because oh. we're always kind of giving a little bit of <laughs> background, little snippets of things. Chipping away at who exactly we are. Yeah, and what we've yep. done, yeah, and why we might have something valid to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought this week we could talk about shows that we've done together. Nice. Oh, yeah. good idea. You're going to have to help me out and name some of them. That's okay. Uh, now, the first one I know was The Lazy Elf. The Lazy Elf, yeah. Uh, because that's the one that we did at the Arts Theatre the in Arts West Theater, End. The Arts Theatre, yes. And uh, you played a lovely little character. Um, I can't remember the name of the character, but you also Doc. played the Doctor. I, yeah. play, I played Doc. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah, that one. Not Larry. Because was it originally Larry the Lazy Elf? No. Oh, well, that's it was always just... Uh, it must have been that that's what I, when I first read it, read it when it came through. And I remember coming to audition for you and Mark and Chris. Was it, was Chris no. helping you? Who was helping you? That was Can't remember. Rob. Rob? Because he was playing Santa. Oh, I'd have remembered Rob there. Oh, I've <laughs> made a mistake there. Rob Lane, of course. Lovely man. <laughs> yeah. And you were first on. I was running late. You'll never let forget no, that. I won't let that slide. That was so funny because I thought I was in the wrong building because the audition panel wasn't there. Yeah, well, fair. <laughs> but in you came with a Starbucks, of course. Co- did I? Yeah, you definitely... I think it was a Costa, if I'm honest, but you yeah. did come in with a coffee. Well, which is why you're bouncing around today. <laughs> She's had her coffee. Woo! All is right with the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And from Lacey, because I was so impressed with you, um, you know, we had to find money for you in the budget because I didn't want to lose your amazing talent. Which was so lovely. This is, uh, this is one of those amazing things where my agent said, they say they really want you, but not for the part they saw you for. They're going to try and write you one. And I thought, yeah, 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 thanks. See you later. Never hear from them again. And then you actually did. Yeah. Which was so uplifting. It was, but I'm uh, true to my word all the time. That's nice, but of course I didn't. I, I'm a cynic. And it was my second job, maybe only my third job, so I was a bit wet behind the ears. Sure. Didn't realise that you were a, a lovely human. Oh, thanks. How nice. Yeah. And then uh, you came and did some other stuff. So going off the top of my head, you've done... Um, Oh, Elves and the Shoemaker was yes. quite an early one as well. Yeah. Which I really loved that set. I really loved well, the still got vibe the of it. Long. Yeah, of course. You used but, it to get the shades on. And the photos. <laughs> <laughs> and the photos. But that was beautiful with our ninja elves. Do you remember the little. Yeah, yes. that came in. Um, we've done uh, Professor Barmy's wonderful song machine. Yeah. Um, have we done that a couple of times? No, I've only done it once. Okay. And I remember I supplied my own costume because you found my yellow trousers so hilarious that mm. you said, can you just wear your yellow trousers? Mm. So I did. And then everyone thinks that was costume. It's like, no, no, I wear those in the street. Yeah. I wear those in public. Absolutely. Uh, what else we got? Uh, the one where I do something with purple hair. Oh, uh, Big Fluffy Slippers. Big Fluffy Slippers. It didn't do the whole show, but we did a tiny yeah, bit Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, there was another one. Can't remember. We did b- a bold... Blokes to Shakespeare, of course. Ah, yes, that was Ah with lovely Rob Lane again. It is, uh, yeah. Where essentially um, two people who are follically challenged, uh, <laughs> but not folio challenged, hey, <laughs> there we go, did a little bit of Shakespeare um, <laughs> and uh, had some red wine whilst we were doing it. It was a very relaxed Did you have some red wine while you were doing it? I definitely did. Did you? Yeah, we made it part of the drunk Malvolio scene, I think. Okay. On stage. Like, we weren't sneakily <laughs> doing it. It was very open that what was going on. All right. But it was sort of one of those late night sort of... Of oh, it was giggly things it in was the studio. Fun. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Speaking of wine, wine of course, Brian and Kath, one o'clock. Absolutely, uh, uncorked. Buff up on your Here different great varieties. Absolutely. Right, now let's lift the curtain. Well, we've got some nice little local stuff. Great. Can we start with local? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Let's. Fantastic. So um, I wanted to remind everybody that at the Watermill Theatre in Newbury, uh, Hound of the Baskervilles finishes this Saturday. So if you haven't uh, had a chance to go and get that and um, view it, jump in, yeah, book in now. On. Yeah, absolutely. And then from the 24th of June, which is next Thursday, as you like it starts its season so that's at the watermill theater in newbury also at norden farm i thought this is really amusing and you might enjoy this ready the spice girls of improv return in their five-star sellout totally improvised musical comedy not flicks okay (laughs) yes i have heard of that that's done edinburgh i'm sure okay inspired by audience suggestions all female cast uh the improvised musical version of the favorite films creating movies 100 percent singing women live band uh, you know, Broadway World Best Comedy nominee as well. Wow, but and that's, that's Norden Farm, did you yeah, say? Norden yeah, Norden Farm. That's a lovely so, space too. Absolutely. So Norden.farm if you want to have a look at that. And that's on the 17th of July. So I thought that would be a really fun thing to go and see. Yeah, de- yeah. definitely, 100%. Um, now, just looking to the national news mm. uh, of what's been going on, there's been a little controversy over 
In the Heights, which I always want to call Into the Heights because of Into the Woods, and then I sure. get really muddled up. But it's no, In no, the no. Heights, isn't in it? In the Heights. And the trailer looks incredible. It's really it exciting. The music's amazing. I actually, I saw it live. I saw it on press night, darling. Did you? Um, yeah, in, in London, in a, in a temporary theatre behind the King's Cross station. Okay. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, some, probably something like the railway track. But um, I think the film looks even better. Mm-hmm. But there's a little bit of a hiccup over the casting. Tell us. Well, there aren't enough uh, people of colour in the yeah. leads. Mm-hmm. And given where it's set, it's just, uh, South, South America? Yeah. Yeah, um, there aren't enough people of the correct community yes. being represented on screen, which mm. is surprising from Lin-Manuel Miranda, who created Hamilton. I know. Which only has one white person in it. So yeah. it's quite odd. And I know that they'll have gone, it's a film, you know, suddenly big money's weighed in and has gone, oh, you know, you need these names. But a bit disappointing. But he has... You know, stood up, put his hands up, and immediately said, "Yeah, this is this is bad. This is a mistake." Good, I'm I'm pleased to hear that. Um, but it is, I can see why it is frustrating mm. um, for people to keep having to raise this. But I think people who are banging that drum, God bless you for keeping the energy. Absolutely, up. there's plenty and plenty of people out there that are trained. Yeah. Uh, now. Something more exciting, but staying stateside. Yeah. Uh, not more exciting, but just sort of lighter hearted, okay. shall we say, is the Jimmy Fallon. Did you see Jimmy Fallon I and Lin Manuel? Didn't. Now go on. Oh my goodness! So, <laughs> Tell me. Uh, speaking of Lin Manuel, he obviously brilliant lyricist has mm-hmm. rewritten the um, uh, "You'll Be Back" song from Hamilton, right? Um, to make it "Will Be Back" because Broadway's aiming to reopen in September. Okay. And they did a big segment on Jimmy Fallon live uh, program, the Tonight mm. Show. Um, who I understand has moved his studio closer to Broadway because he wanted to attract that sort of live feel and get more performers in. So already, um, you know, he's an avid fan of Mm. Broadway and it's really quite emotional watching it. It's very twinkly. There's lots of um, famous names pop up. It's available to watch on YouTube. Oh, I will. Um, I would highly recommend it. Here's a little clip from it. Uh, uh, Definitely go and see this, but um, he's rewritten the lyrics. It's quite fun. Take a break from your your pet plants are safe inside their rooms. Won't you please come with us? There is life beyond your friends at Netflix, Hulu, Peacock, Disney Plus. tune anyway but it's to see everyone standing on their feet when he says Broadway's back honestly it brings tears to your eyes so I recommend going to watch that that's been quite fun to see this week yeah I'm I'm still kind of waiting I know we're going to talk about other stuff but I'm still waiting for the government's kind of equivalent of eat out to help out Oh the yeah, yeah. It, do, do you think that's ever going to happen? No, we t- we pushed for seat out to help out, didn't we? But they didn't go for it, uh, which is a bit frustrating. Mm. Um, now, what else is there? Uh, now, Russell Brand's going to be doing some Shakespeare. I shan't be watching that. Uh, okay. <laughs> sorry about it. And which Not one? Interested. Out of interest. I don't know. I think he's just going to do bits. I just I breezed very quickly past that headline. But do you like Russell Brand though? Do you? Mm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Minak. Have you ever been to the Minack Theatre in Cornwall? Uh, yeah, no, I haven't. But it's absolutely gorgeous. Kids it have. was set up by a woman who in her back garden, mm. and she originally built it out of wood. You know, using the natural amphitheatre of the of the cliff face. Yeah. Um, when uh, one of the lovely stories that I remember is that she built it using shipwrecked wood of a mm-hmm. shipwreck that had washed up on the beach below, and it's actually it turns out that um, shipwreck contents are the property of the crown, so you're not really allowed to Ooh. go and take any of it. So a couple of coppers walking around the beach see this 75-year-old woman picking up bits of driftwood. and <laughs> That'll said, be me in a few years. She'd taken the mast. 
And they, wow. they were looking for the mast. And they said, have you seen anyone uh, down here? And she went, well, I've taken a few bits up. And they looked at her and went, well, you won't have taken the mast up, she had. Oh, She'd sawn it up her. and taken it up. Uh, it's now made out of stone. I watched Midsummer Night's Dream there once. And mm. to see the moon, which is so frequently referenced, yeah. hanging over the sea wow. was just blissful. Um, but anyway, the uh, Biden um, was there for the... They took the G9, I think, okay. um, whilst uh, they were down in Cornwall. They took Biden there and Jill and Biden... Was that for the eco-friendly... Summer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they took the... They took them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they <laughs> took them by plane. Over yeah. to, uh, but Jill and Joe um, went to visit it and uh, were amazed by it. And Oliver Dowden, the cultural secretary, tweeted how excited he was that they were able to have received support from the Cultural Recovery Fund, except they hadn't. <gasps> so he had to delete the tweet because they replied and said, mm, you actually didn't give us any money, but uh, we've managed to survive, you know, by despite the skin of you. our teeth. Yeah. Despite you. Um, what are they going to... Fix that and uh, give some money well, or what? you know, you slightly feel like the uh, onus is on them now to fix that, isn't there? Absolutely. Some um, other interesting news. Having talked about Andrew Lloyd Webber last mm, week. We did, didn't we? We did, and bigging him up. He's now used his privilege as a Tory peer uh-huh. to manage to crowbar his way around the rules to open Cinderella, despite the fact that nobody else can, just because he's calling it a pilot. It's amazing, what, it's amazing what you can do if you know a cabinet member, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, we were meant to have... Uh, a member of the cast of Cinderella here yes. uh, for our interview today. And, yes, they're not allowed to really yes. be interviewed yet. So we've, we've slightly <laughs> changed our programming we today. Uh, in change to the published schedule from last week, we don't have the guest as we advertised. No. Can it, I tell you something about yeah. what's happening nationally? Um, Prince of Egypt, that fantastic Disney film, do you remember that one? Yeah. Um, so, obviously, it's meant to be opening at the uh, Dominion. It's one of my favourite animated films. Yeah. Well, it's Grammy Award nominated musical. It's absolutely fantastic. Well, anyway, it was about to open on uh, Dominion when uh, lockdown happened. But it's coming back and it's going to be opening on Thursday, the 1st of July, which is not very far away, which is absolutely awesome. But what I'm really happy about, Roddy, is the cast is... Give me a number. Just guess how many are in the cast. Um, tw- Fifteen. 154. Oh, my goodness. I was thinking, OK, I don't want to spoil your party. It might be, <laughs> might be as many as 40. No. That's incredible. Company of 154, and we've got orchestra. Um, you know, I'm so excited, especially when uh, Phantom's orchestra is, like, minimal now as well. So I'm just thrilled that this is going to be open, and I hope people will go and see it because it's going to be... Can you imagine 154 people on stage singing... Yeah. Those classic Disney songs. It, it's a heart when you to believe. A, you know, do you remember all those yeah. numbers? Yeah, it's a heart back to a different era of theatre because people got very, very used to there being four people on stage, just like the gig I've just done, mm. and you're playing all the parts. And at the end, people are amazed and impressed that you've played all those characters, and that is a nice trick. But equally, there is only so far you can take that, mm. and after a while, it does start to expose the fact mm. that it is a budget saving. You know, it is a mm. cost saving exercise having fewer people on stage if you're supposed to have. A big crowd scene. What a joy to have 154 people on oh, stage. Oh, it's going to be amazing. And um, some slightly sad news. Knee High is closing its doors. Oh, no. Uh, Mike Shepard announced he was standing down as artistic director, having created it some 40 years ago. Oh, I'm glad. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily just connected to that. Emma Rice was the great sort of driving artistic force over the last few years of it. Right. And she went to the Globe and then was handed out by, a, by the board uh, mm. for being too unconventional yes and, I remember and that wanting to not make it a museum but uh, I mean I didn't <laughs> love the show I saw but she was su- such a breath of fresh air uh, but sadly knee high's going so it'll be interesting to see what takes its yeah. place in the southwest but some good news despite the fact that Hamlet 
in Theatre Royal Windsor, just yes. swinging back um, to local. I've got my tickets for that. <laughs> yeah, but it's having to open with social distancing rather than full what they bang, wham, here we yeah. all are. But really exciting that they found a way to still make it work because, you know, the cast is sitting there poised, ready to go. Cannot wait. And that's a model that a few others have used as well. Joseph right. in the West End's doing that, Heather's in the West End and Hairspray again. They're right. all opening but with social distancing instead. Yeah. Right, well, in a few moments we'll reveal our pick of the week. And don't forget, coming up later, we have an interview with... Adam Galbraith! Very exciting. But first, this. Ma chère mademoiselle, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now, we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair... As the dining room proudly presents your dinner, be our guest, be our guest, put our service to the test. Tie your napkin round your neck, Sherry, and we'll provide the rest. Soup du jour, hot or dove, why we only live to serve. Try the grey stuff, it's delicious. Don't believe me, ask the dishes. They can sing, they can dance, after all, miss, this is France. And a dinner here is never second best. Go on, unfold your menu, take a glance and then you'll be our guest, we are guest, be our guest. Beef ragu, cheese souffle, pie and pudding, en flambe. We'll prepare and serve with flair a culinary cabaret. You're alone and you're scared, but the banquet's all prepared. No one's gloomy or complaining While the flatwell's entertaining We tell jokes, I do tricks With my fellow candlesticks And it's all in perfect taste That you can have Come on and lift your glass You've won your own free pass To be our guest If you're stressed, it's fine dining We suggest be our guest Be our guest, be our guest Life It's so unnerving for a servant who's not serving. He's not whole without a soul to wait upon. Ah, those good old days when we were useful, a Cogsworth. Suddenly those good old days are gone. Too long we've been resting, needing so much more. Needing exercise, a chance to use our skills. Most days we just lay around the castle. Flabby, fat, and lazy, you walked in and oops a daisy. It's a guest, it's a guest. Sakes alive, we'll all be blessed. Wines be poured, and thank the Lord, I've had the napkins freshly pressed. With dessert, she wants tea, and my dear, that's fine with me. While the I'll be bubbling, I'll be brewing (laughs) 
clean it up. We want the company impressed. We've got a lot to do. Is it one lump or two? For you are guests. She's our guest. She's our guest. She's our guest. And this is River Radio. You can listen on our website, river.radio, on our mobile app for Apple and Android, and you can even tell Alexa, play River Radio live. Ah, excellent. Now, I love that song. It's yeah. my favourite. I've never heard that version. I only know the original. Okay, and that's Ewan McGregor singing. Yeah, he's got such a great voice. Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan of that from Moulin Rouge. But yeah. also, that's my part, by the way, Lumiere. Of yes, course please. it is. Thank you very much. If yep. you're a casting director, cooey. <laughs> An unusual hour pick this week. I've gone Go rogue. Joe doesn't know what this is. Mm. I'm going for it. Labo M. Oh, nice. Never seen it. Don't know anything about it. But <laughs> what are you doing, man? Come on. It's coming to the Royal Opera House, and I have never ever seen an opera. What? Yeah, I know. See, I thought this would happen. I thought this would light you up. Oh my word! Because, and I always challenge myself on this. It's because I feel like it's not for people like me. And no. I'm often aware of that when I f- I'm confused that other people don't want to go to theatre. Sure. And I realise that it's because that same barrier that I sense with opera, they sense with... With theatre, absolutely. With conventional theatre. And actually, the image that I had, even as a teenager, of you dress up to go to the theatre, that's eroded away. And the Mm. same thing's happening with opera, really. It's not top hat and tails, is it? No, it's not. And... But you, there's also operas you can choose that will be a little bit easier for you to understand the genre. Okay. So you don't go for your super, super difficult stuff. You know, you just just come in at a nice level, yeah, you know? Yeah, I understood that The Marriage of Figaro is quite a good one to ease That is with. a good one, yeah. Um, and Lab OM is, I understand, the most produced opera ever. Oh, and since gorgeous. opera's been around longer than quite a lot of other music forms that we listen to, absolutely. I imagine that makes it really, you know, I imagine the stats on that are pretty impressive. No, absolutely, absolutely. And, and they've been rehearsing at Royal Opera House with two casts. Two? Uh, okay. Yeah, and they've been rehearsing with masks, which I think is pretty extraordinary. Now, yeah. um, granted, that's because of the long lead time on it that they've not been able to bubble the cast because they'd have been starting in a slightly different situation. But yeah. that's very difficult. And, you know, acting without with, with a mask on is pretty tricky. I imagine singing with, with one, nothing to do with air intake just keeping the mask on whilst you're opening your mouth that wide uh, must be quite tricky yeah but opera singers are you know experts at yeah. breathing yeah well yeah yeah sure <laughs> you don't say now i know it's set in paris and it tells me here it's about 1830 so i've got an yeah. image of the kind of era and the costumes we're thinking of yeah. and i know it's about bohemians um 
But also, I know, isn't there a spin-off musical from it? Ah, uh, yes, of course. Rent, the musical, ah, was based on Mother Wham. I see. Yeah. So if you know Rent, you'll know, like me, should we go, right, if you're listening and you've never seen Labo M, should we have a River Radio trip? Okay. Uh, because it's at the Royal Opera House. I um, really want to go. I'd I'm a big it. fan of, it, it's quite a long show, but I'm a big fan of the fact that there are intervals and gaps. That's great. That's time for me to go to the loo and get a gin and tonic, yep. right? Um, it's on from the 19th of June, so it opens Ooh. on Saturday, uh, and it's on till the 6th of July. It's two oh. and a half hours, but with lots of breaks in it, and it's sung in Italian with English surtitles. Yeah. Now, you've seen it before a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, and yeah. It, it, would but, you recommend it? Absolutely. And Puccini also is, is the person to go to if you want to have a nice little easy intro. Is it? Yeah. And... and if you need to sort of quickly do a spark notes or whatever and just catch yeah. up, well, I do, do that it. before a Shakespeare show. I'll do that before an opera. Yeah. And also, I recognise half of it because Andrew Lloyd Webber ripped it off for Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> <laughs> There's the next snippet. Ooh. Now, Joe, you've heard from someone. I have. Um, the lovely Shell Luscombe has um, emailed in saying she it was driving her absolutely nuts because she couldn't remember which show it was from. But she has now got it right. I'm not going to say what it is. Oh, but well thank done. you <laughs> so much, Shell, for um, getting in contact. That's brilliant. Well done for remembering the lyric to try and search for it as yeah. well. Very good. I know exactly that feeling. The Germans call it an earworm, don't yeah, they? Yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. Just, and we've sort of adopted that as a phrase, but it wriggles in and it's... Yeah. Let's play around. that second example again. Okay, here we are. Oh, no, here we're not. Uh, I've jumped into the wrong app. There we go. For here you are, standing there, Such a beautiful melody. Yeah. yeah, very lush. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm distracted because there's a Dalmatian behind you, right? <laughs> Which doesn't bode well for the quiz, does it? <laughs> Okay, Roddy, right. so it's, as you know, one of my favourite times of the day <laughs> when I get to ask you five questions to see whether you know what you're on about. I also feel like it's the time at which the caffeine has properly hit you. So, oh, you know, it's, it's like nice. an absolute time bomb from, yeah, yeah, yeah. by the time the, your uh, flat, is that a flat white? looks too big for no, flat darling, What's no, that, cappuccino? Caramel double macchiato. Shot. Oh, right. <laughs> with an extra shot. Yeah, yeah always with an extra <laughs> shot. I know that much. Um, yeah, so, anyway, I'm really excited and I try really hard to sort of spread out where the questions are coming from. Different Lovely. genres, different types of things. So, the first question you have today, question number one, and hopefully um, our listeners will be doing this as well, feel free to to uh, email any answers to... Uh, oh, actually, go to roddy at river.radio. Oh, yeah, give me, give me the answers. Roddy at river.radio. Yeah, help me out. Okay, question one is, what is a gobo? Ah, right. Okay, okay. what is yeah. a gobo? You got okay, that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. confident on that you would. one. Although, I'd be interested if you're at home, that's a slightly more technical one, and I am a geek, so it's possible that there'll be people at home going, what on Oh, earth? I'm sure. But, yeah, yeah. you know, I want to share people, yeah, yeah. information with people. So just as when I don't know the answers, I do learn things. Yeah. Um, who was the female actress playing Maria in the original film version of West Side Story? Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, hang on. So question two, who was the female actress playing Maria yeah. in the original film version? Yeah. Of West Side Story. Very famous actress. Um, really hoped that was going to be Sound of Music. No, <laughs> I know darling. That one. No, West that's Side. too easy. Oh, no. Is she really famous? Yeah. Oh, am I going to look like a proper Wally? No. And this is back, you know, a while back. She's no longer with us, unfortunately. Oh. Um, 
question three, what is underscoring? Okay. What is underscoring? Yeah, not the same as underwiring, right? No. No, okay. <laughs> question four, uh, who played Edna Turnblad in the movie version of Hairspray? Uh, pass. Who played? Okay, I'm on two so far. Oh, two out darling, of four. Really? Quick email in. Uh, who yeah, played help. Edna Turnblad in the movie version of Hairspray? And the final question is: name the t- name two actresses, and there are four. Okay, but name two actresses that played the female lead in A Star Is Born. So there are yeah. four. I've got one. Okay, I want two. I'm also trying to look through the paper at the answers Don't to you the dare. others now. Look. So A Star Is Born. There's 1937, 1954, oh. 1976. Oh, please include. And 2018. I, that's, I mean, I haven't seen any of them, but I know yeah. one of the answers. Yeah, so I want two out of the four. Any any two would be great. Right, so if you know the answers, help me out. Roddy at River.Radio, he really needs the help. Quick. Well, I heard about the fella you've been dancing with. All over the neighborhood So why didn't you ask me, baby Or didn't you think I could Well, I know that the boogaloo is out of sight But the singer is a thing tonight But if that was you and me, I got baby I would have shown you how to do it right Do it right Uh-huh Do it right Do it right I'm exhausted after that, shaking my tail feather. (laughs) Yeah. That was um, a request from the Blues Brothers musical. Oh, fantastic. From Tony, so thanks for that. Great time for the answers to the quiz. Time's up. I forget about all your little sound effects. That's staying now. That's a permanent feature. (laughs) Okay, so the question number one was, what is a gobo? What did you have, Roddy? Uh, It's uh, the thing you put in front of a light that creates a filter to... You can get moving ones as well, but, Mm -hmm. you know, if you see red and green lights just slowly drifting across the stage like they're bubbles, or it might say jam theatre. Yep, so it is... Yeah, it's, it's... been cut out a little um, a sheet, a stencil. There we go, stencil is the word, the word I was after. yeah, that goes in front of the lantern and then 
gives us an image on the floor. Lantern, of course, we learnt in about week two of our yeah. show, which is the theatre word for a light. light. It is, As I good. learnt when I got it wrong. <laughs> Who was the female actress playing Maria in the original film version of West Side Story? It was... I'm left hanging here. Where, where, where's my help on Roddy at Radio? I have no idea. Natalie Wood. Lovely. No, you don't I know, know who I'm talking about. I know about. Uh, Natalie Wood. I okay, don't think it's the no. same one. All right, question three. What is underscoring? Uh, it's music that um, is without lyrics and it is, acts as a bed underneath a scene. Yeah, absolutely. So it adds a mood and atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. Just background music, so to speak. Who played Edna Turnblad in the movie version of Hairspray? Oh, I'm guessing it's not Michael Ball. No. Oh, obviously he does in the West End version, but in the movie it was John Travolta. Oh, oh. You did know that, yeah, didn't I you? Did know that. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. Okay, and lastly, name two actresses that played the female lead in A Star is Born. So there's four options. I want two of them. I know the four. You want two? I did say two. Oh. You've got to listen to me. I missed the terms and conditions. Here I am teaching people to read the question, and I've missed the question. Um, I know Gaga. Yep, Lady Gaga was L- in the two thousand no eighteen. I didn't even. I thought it was a one-time remake. I didn't know they made it four times. No, for, well, the original was in uh, nineteen thirty-seven and played, and the lead was Janet Gaynor. Then in nineteen fifty-four, this one you should have known, Judy Garland. Right. Right. This one as well, you should have known. 1976, Barbara Streisand. I mean, you know I wasn't around in 1976, right? Just to rub salt in the wound. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just because I was. I mean, I've heard of these. I've heard of them. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I know they were in this. Yeah, but it, it's quite, yeah. It's All quite right. well known, is it? It is quite well known, especially when Gaga came and, and did this with Bradley Cooper. They oh, sort of okay. like revised the other ones. Well, anyway. Give me some comfort. If you also didn't know the answers to those, let me know. <laughs> Roddy at river.radio. Have, have your celebratory have cookie. cookie yeah. I have my consolatory <laughs> cookie, my booby prize. Uh, right, okay, now we need to hack our way into the vault. Mm, I wonder uh, what we, we're going to have today. We're pretty good at the pin by now. Yeah. Pin, okay. Oh, gosh, it's warm in here today. I know, it's ridiculous. Cranky stuff, isn't it? Yeah. And then. I don't let's think the cleaner's been in either. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's. Whistle through, and it comes up with... Oh, Be More Chill. Oh, yeah. Hello. What's that? Be More Chill is a fairly new musical, actually. Um, so 2018, it premiered off Broadway. Uh, so that's very, very recent. Yeah. Um, the book is written by Joe Trex, and the music and lyrics by Joe Oconis. And what's really, really, really good is it's coming to London. Shaftesbury oh, wow. Theatre, 30th of June to the 5th of September. But let me tell you a little bit about it, right? So this is the story, and I think you might like this. <sighs> okay. It's uh, 11.38. It's story time. It is. Settle down with Joe. Okay, so the main character, Jeremy, is an average high school nobody. He pines for the pretty girl, Christine, but is forced to make his way through the days at school as a bullied dork. He creates humiliation sheets to catalogue the miserableness of his existence at the bottom of the high school food chain. One day, Jeremy learns about the Squip, which is a quantum supercomputer in the form of a pill. So when Jeremy takes the pill, the Squip helps him become cooler, acting as his own internal life coach, and the voice of that in his brain is the voice of Keanu Reeves. Oh, cool. Yeah, very cool. So the script directs Jeremy on how to act, encourages him to work out, guides him through social situations that raises popularity and status, and his newfound coolness um, ends, you know, begins 
to give him a s- series of shallow relationships with all the girls at school. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so we're starting to have a little bit of a down with the, style. Uh, it's Mother Goose. The skip teaches Jeremy how girls think, how to manipulate them. Um, it berates Jeremy when he hesitates to engage in sexual activity with a girl. And so now it's starting to go into a, a sort of a, a vibe where Jeremy's starting to doubt the advice of the squip. Yeah. And by the end, uh, he decides to deactivate and takes his friend's advice for a strategy to actually get the girl he really, really wants. So it, it's really modern, but it's had a few little, you know, controversy things about to do with the criticism of depiction of high school yeah. people. But I think in general, it is fairly accurate. I think it's an eternal message. That thing we've talked about before, there only being seven plots in the world, this one's Mother Goose, isn't it? The yeah. person who um, is lulled by beauty and doesn't mm-hmm. recognise the value within. So, yeah. yeah, excellent. The songs are amazing, though. The songs, um, loads of fun, pop rock. Joe Connors has got some really, really great stuff. One of the most famous songs from that is um, a very well-used audition song called Michael in the Bathroom. Oh, um, but it's really, really that. fun. Is it funny? It is fun. Is it in my vocal range? Oh, well, I'll have to love, look at yes, that. Yes, please. <laughs> but this is um, a, the guy I'd, I'd be into. Great. And this is on at the Shaftesbury Theatre from the 30th of June to the 5th of September. Yeah, that guy that I'd kind of 
Jake. Right, uh, and this isn't Jake, this is Joe and Roddy. <laughs> You're listening to River Radio hey. online at river.radio on Apple, Android and Alexa and coming soon to DAB. And to get in touch whilst we're on air, send us a message to studio at river.radio. But of course, right now, it's not just Roddy and Joe. No, it's so exciting. Time for our Spotlight interview. <laughs> Well, I'm thrilled, Roddy, that we actually have our guest in the studio with us. This is new. Not only are you back in the studio, but we have the fabulously talented Adam Galbraith with us as well. Hello. Good morning, good morning. How are we? Oh, really good. good. And happy birthday for yesterday, Adam. Thank you very much. Thank you. Are we allowed to know how? I was 24 again. (laughs) Were you? Awesome. That sounds like me. 44. Oh, nice. Golly. Hey-ho. 10 years difference. Wow. What, you 34, right? Yeah, he's he's very good. Yeah, I can see why you've invited him in. (laughs) So, Adam, um, now I know that you've done some incredible things both on stage and screen. Uh, Let's start at the beginning. You started as a contemporary dancer, is that right? Uh, Yeah, I well, I did a lot of acting when I was younger. Nothing major. Um, My my grandmother, my nana, she was an actress, Mm. Um, and so that's sort of where I started. And then uh, just. like education wise i uh, wanted to do performing arts which obviously involved dancing never done any dancing before so sort of peered my head through the dance studio mm. and decided to buy a pair of ballet shoes and um and yes yeah, sort of as as we went on from there i i ended up training in uh london contemporary at mm. the place um did almost three years there and was lucky enough to to jump in with with Matthew Bourne after that. Which to go from that to that is just pretty phenomenal. I mean, oh, for wow. anybody wanting to be a contemporary dancer, Matthew Bourne's company is the place well, to be. Yeah, I don't know very much about dance, but Matthew Bourne <laughs> is like gold royalty. I mean, he's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and how long were you dancing before we talk about um, the other bits of teaching you've done for him? Uh, how long were you dancing? With so Matthew I Bourne? joined the company in '99. Uh, as sort of ensemble characters in mm. in Cinderella and Swan Lake, and then we moved on to the creation when he created the, the Carman, mm-hmm. um, and then started doing principal roles. And I was there till oh, now. You're going to test me, probably 2014 as a principal wow. dancer. That's amazing. That's a long. So stretch. I did sort of 14, 15 years mm. there. My last sort of principal role with him was Jack in Lord of the Flies. Amazing. Um, Good part. Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I, I usually get the nasty, yeah, the nasty guy. Yeah, you have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that in your cast. Although I, I did, I did play the Nutcracker, and he was the nice guy. But um, mm. uh, yeah, I, I like the villainy, villainy characters there. Yeah, have, have more fun with those. Lots to sink your teeth into. Absolutely, oh, great. absolutely. Um, yeah, and then from then on, I, I did a couple of years with Matt as sort of resident director. We took. Um, we, we, we basically elaborated what we did as Lord of the Flies and took it on a grander scale, <coughs> excuse me, took That's it all right. around the country. Um, and yeah, in sort of 2016, 17, started doing less because I moved away from, from London. Um, and then, yeah, it was just m- more, more stuff in sort of TV and film, mm. uh, more commercial gigs, things like that. So um yeah, I've been quite lucky. Let me let me just go back slightly. You talked about the Lord of the Flies going around the country and everything. So basically what you did is you went into places to see if there was untouched untouched talent really. Yeah, so you? Lord of the Flies was a bit of an 
amazing sort of um, project. It when we first uh, created it, the idea was to try and um, touch base with with lads that had never done any dancing or performing before, mm. um, and we thought, why not start in the you know one of the easiest places of all? And we went to the sort of roughest suburbs of Glasgow. Wow! And we we worked with lads in different schools for over six months and we we whittled them down to a cast of sort of 16 that these lads had never been in a theater let alone you know we had Whoa. trouble getting them to walk left yeah. and right in time Whoa, with the music yeah and you know we got them uh on stage performing in front of a packed house for a week in a you know with us professional guys um in in a in a full professional performance and it went down so well that we we decided yeah. to take it out on a national scale. Mm. Um, and so a couple of years later, 15, 16, I think it was. Um, yeah, we did 12 different venues. And that was when I was uh, sort of one of the tour directors. There was two of us. We would leapfrog each other in venues and we would we would go and teach the show to the local lads. And then our professional cast would come in. We'd rehearse for a week and then we put it on for a week. And it was like Amazing. that. Um, and and we it, it even went international. It went out to Australia as well. Oh, fantastic! Um, so yeah, it was uh, just an unbelievable project. And you know, some of those lads have you know some of uh, you know one of the guys from the original cast made it to Royal Ballet. I was going to say oh, like, there's, with there's, it. Oh, wow. there's so many. You know, we've so we've, many we've got guys in. One of the guys is in Magic Mike. Um, <laughs> it's we, there's there's quite a lot of guys That's that have, have carried on. You know, and and our aim was that you know if we can just change one of these lads lives yeah. um you know it, it was uh you, you know job done for us but mm. we we affected so many so many people and so many have gone on and like having you know more fun and earning more money yeah. than me right God, yeah <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Like real life billy elliott it's no incredible. exactly and i'm just also thinking from a mum's point of view like if my kid had been like on the streets and all of a sudden i'm seeing him on stage doing something you know all those families must have been so emotional watching a transformation of their children as well it, it was incredible. Uh, like just the sort of um, the the letters and emails and thank yous and yeah. you know all that kind of stuff f we had from them. You know, y you know, you've got no idea what you've done to mm. so and so. You know, you really changed his attitude and his mm. outlook on life. And so yeah, it was um, it was one of you know I, I've I've been lucky enough to perform in in many many shows, but as far as getting something back from a show, it was by far the most rewarding. Yeah, it sounds yeah. incredible. Mm. Spintingly stuff. Exactly. And I mean, you know, I know that you do some work with Jam Theatre and Borlay School and all mm -hmm. this kind of stuff as well, that, you know, you're giving back and making sure that, you know, the students there are getting something from your experience as well. And there is such a discipline in the arts, isn't there? And life skills to learn. And even if you don't do it for a career, it can really change who you are as a person i think it's um it really helps you develop as a character and a, a, a kid just having having those skills and just trying to be taught a bit of confidence because mm. it's you know in the performing arts you, you do have to have a bit of confidence and not everyone has that and you know even with the teacher kids i teach at, at, at jam and and, and at borlays they've got so much talent but they they don't have the always have the belief in themselves and mm. it's it, it, i feel it's my job to sort of try and encourage that and say listen i i'm a, i'm a lad from a local village in in cambridge and sort of almost had like the little billy elliot route and um you know the, one of the weird stories was that i i actually ended up filming billy elliot we were we were in 
it was Matthew Swan Lake at the end of the film oh, that yeah. he, uh, you know, that um, Billy grew up to, oh, to wow. be a Matthew Swan Lake from when he finished the Royal Ballet. So huh. it was almost a little bit full circle yeah. for me. Uh, but that that was I was only 21, 22 when we filmed that. Um, so that that went around. But it's just encouraging the kids to to say that you know even if you don't take a career in it, it you know it's going to benefit you absolutely you, you know just general life skills and things like that yeah it's, young um, people who aren't necessarily <coughs> destined to be performers but who can take that confidence into normal life absolutely and now as a performer you um have been in loads of films uh rattle a few of them off go on okay well we did billy elliot um uh, Pride and Prejudice yep. with Keira Knightley, um, Alice Through the Looking Glass. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, now you test Mama me. Mamma Mia. Mama, oh, yeah, Mamma Mia <laughs> 2. I just, I don't know if I can say, but we... <laughs> no, I think it's advertised. We, we just, they're, they're remaking Pinocchio mm-hmm. um, oh, for, nice. for, for Disney with Tom Hanks. So I wasn't in that. I was just doing, helping with some, you know, choreography and some of the... Body double, so cool. Like so it, wow. it, yeah, it was good. Um, uh, oh, now you're forgetting me. <laughs> Don't you worry. I did um, one with Johnny Depp, and I can't remember the film. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry. And of course, you know, I see you, you know, dancing around on adverts as well, and you know, you are very adaptable and talented and. Mesmerizing, and I think you have to be. I mean, well, yeah. I don't know how I've done it, but I mean, there's so many talented people out there, and I, I very much class myself a bit of a, a, a jack of all, master of none. Um, so I, I, you know, for I just, uh, yeah, I'm very lucky to to have had the opportunities. You know, I've I've worked hard, um, yeah. but it's one of those things. I, I think a few of them is very much right place, right time as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, uh, and that's really. But you still have to have the skills. You can be at the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. I time, guess yeah. so. so. You I'm, still have to be able maybe, to deliver the goods. Maybe Adam. Playing it down and right. it allows you to play into the, all of the variety. You know, to go from an advert to a film to then coaching a sixteen-year-old in Glasgow. I, do you know what I? It's it's my that's how I look at life. I don't like doing the same thing day in day out. I like versatility. I like to be adaptable, and I would get the bored if I if I was doing. Of Films every day or TV. Well, no, well, maybe I would. <laughs> the but money would be nice. But the but kaleidoscope of things is great. Also being creative, isn't it? Being a creative means you just want to keep evolving and doing new challenges and keeping the mental stimulation. Exactly, you know. exactly. You know, I, I, love the, I love the teaching aspect. I love the creation side of things. And I love the, the, the performance aspect mm. as well. So it's, um, it's good fun. Well, what I think is great, Adam, also is that you are part of the River Radio family as far as living in the Thames Valley areas as well. Uh, So thank you so much. Uh, What I love is that you've been able to walk down from your home I mean, I'm three minutes away, so... (laughs) (laughs) We'll have you back if you'll have us. Absolutely, I've got loads more questions. I'll be back. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Adam Galbraith, thank you so much for coming in and sharing us a little bit about yourself. Thank you very much. Right, name that show then. Name that show. Yeah, whilst you're here, can you tell us what this is? Oh, here we go. (laughs) If it's any comfort, I don't know. Nothing comes from nothing. Just to indicate how much of a prat I am, immediately Adam jumps in. Oh, go on. Uh, it's something good from Sound of Music. I, I actually did the, 
the, did the uh, tour version of it in 2010. <laughs> so I was dance captain on it, so I um, yeah, <laughs> not quite well with uh, with, with Connie and Michael Frade. Well, but so. that is that is correct, and of course we've had some uh, correct answers emailed in as well, which Very is fantastic. Good. So sound of music, the song was um, something good. Yeah, not only just the sh- the title of the song, but the show as well. Extraordinary, fantastic. So I think that's it from us, isn't it? We are wrapping up absolutely. Now what's happening next week? Because mm. I know that you keep the keys to the spreadsheet of what's coming up. Oh. And, um, it's slightly, it's slightly gone up in the air in the Do last Do you know that night. we have uh, another actor coming into the studio next week? <gasps> really? Yes. Uh, another actor who lives fairly locally uh, called Alex Borman. Brilliant. It's so fun to celebrate all the talent we've got in Reading, Henley, yeah. Maidenhead, Marlowe, what's on that side of the uh, table? Slough and Windsor. Slough and Windsor, great. <laughs> right the way down the Thames Valley. Absolutely, absolutely. Get in touch if this is what you do for a living as well. We'd love to hear from you. Right. And then uh, we'll look forward to hearing you next week or joining us live on stage door. What's happened to dig, my words? Dig. Yeah, dig my way out of that. Whoops. <laughs> uh, because we'll be here again next Thursday at 11. Now, I understand we're repeated as well. We are. So at 10 o'clock on Thursday evenings and 4 o'clock on a Sunday, you can hear our programme once again, if you missed anything. And if you've missed it, also, we're online again to listen to. We are. You can listen again, again. on River.radio. So we'll be with you next Thursday at 11 for more from the stage door. And here we go with... Finishing with something good. The whole song for you to enjoy. Have a good one. Wrong song. Error. I have made a mistake. Uh, now, just <laughs> you you talk to the good burgers of the Thames Valley. Oh, Roddy, Roddy, Roddy. So we're looking for something good. We're, we could have that song... Another time. Actually, well, that's something you and I are going to maybe do a duet well, Adam of. could sing it. Yeah, he could sing anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was... What's it called? Something, something good. No, I thought it was going to be... If I was thinking feeling good. No. Which is where I got confused. That's Simone. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Wrong person. Yeah, wrong thing. Messed it up. Okay. Uh, Don't you worry. Something good from The Sound of Music, which was our name that show. Um, maybe... Uh, so, Roddy, yes, what's happening? Uh, uh, th- uh, this isn't logged in, so let me just see whether or not this will play. Yeah. Relief. Okay. Sending you out with something calm. I'm glad and it's calm. <laughs> oh. Perhaps I had a wicked childhood. Perhaps I had a miserable youth. But somewhere in my wicked, miserable must have been a moment of truth For here you are standing there loving me Whether or not you should So somewhere in my youth or childhood I must have done
standing there. 